You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we're good to go, so we're good to go. Alan Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I missed uh, you on the warm-up show this morning, which is coming up next with CeeLo. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had a good time on the warm-up show, Jerry. Missed you as well. We'll see you back there Friday. Fr- uh, Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Oh, I wanted to bring something up on my on the internet uh, first as uh, we're talking here. But do you remember we've been seeing as we're doing the shows and podcasts, we have TVs in the studio. We keep seeing the actor Brendan Fraser. Yes. Got big and heavy for the movie. Yeah, so he's, he's in this new movie called The Whale. Yeah. And in fact... He didn't get big. That's a that's a a prosthetic he's really? wearing to look wow, big. Wow, it's yeah. unbelievable. I actually thought he had gained weight for the role. The which whale. Is, which would not be unusual in Hollywood. No, no, it would not be unusual. But I wanted to uh, bring this up because I heard he was interviewed on. I listened on my way in. He was on the Mark Marin podcast, and it looked like an interesting uh, conversation about the whale. I wanted to see what was like. What I keep seeing things about this. Like, what's this about? But. It seems like it's a very sad movie. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, but I, but the way these two guys were talking about it, it seemed now like you're intrigued. Very intrigued. I seem very interested in this movie. Let me see if I give you a quick rundown, Jerry. So, uh, Brendan Fraser plays a guy named Charlie. Charlie is a morbidly obese and reclusive English professor who teaches online college writing courses. But he doesn't have his webcam on him because he doesn't want to. He's embarrassed the way he of his weight. Uh, he is cared for by his nurse and only friend who urges him to visit a hospital because he could be in trouble for congestive heart failure. But he refuses because he doesn't think he has insurance for it. Uh, he's also visited by he's, and he has trying to regain a relationship with his daughter. He has a weird relationship with the pizza delivery guy. They have an understanding he leaves him money in a mailbox. The guy leaves the pizza on the porch. They never see each other. It was just this really interesting conversation that Mark Marin had with him about uh, people who are obese mm-hmm. and uh, how people get that way and then how you could also relate it to alcoholism or drug abuse. Absolutely. It was, I tell you, when I, when I got done with the conversation, I was like, I really want to see this. But it's weird going into a movie that you know is not a feel-good yeah. movie, right? I gave up on those movies about five, six years ago. Yeah, Gina too. Yeah, I've gotten to, and we've talked about this, and really the last four or five years, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's beyond 40, midlife crisis, approaching 50. I don't know what. Um, while everything right now, and I say right now because things can change in, in two seconds, while things as I sit here right now are very good in my life, there are it's this age where you're you're seeing and hearing about a lot of people passing away a lot of people very sick it's just a very strange age and i find it very depressing the last thing i want to do is spend my entertainment dollars to be depressed i'm not interested in the feel good story where a guy or a not feel good story well no but i'm saying even in movies like this my guess is there's going to be a greater purpose to the movie so i don't know anything about this movie other than what you just told me my guess would be that he probably passes away somehow at the end, but his journey may have inspired someone else to change direction in their life, which ultimately is a good thing, but there's a lot of sadness along the way. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in being sad, having tears come down. My, I'm, I want to laugh. I'm not even interested in like dramas, to be quite honest with you. 
You know, the last movie we rented, I told you, was uh, stupid, but it was light. It was funny. It was the uh, Julia Roberts and, and George Clooney movie where they're divorced and their daughter's getting married on an island. It was funny. Yeah. And you know what? When I turned it off, I was in a good mood. It was right. funny. Had a great ending. It was funny. I don't I don't want to see those movies. Anymore. I'm not interested. I got enough crap going on that's depressing. Don't want to be entertained, quote unquote, entertained by depressing crap. Yeah, this is why, like, Gina always watches science fiction type movies okay she where where she's like i, I want to be transformed to another world not this one and i don't want real life mm-hmm. sadness in yeah. my movies i agree with her i'm with her in lockstep so she goes all these movies where i try to watch them like i don't know what's it's always like somebody's they're tr- talking to somebody in another dimension and this per- now that's confusing to me <laughs> uh, yeah exactly i can't follow i don't have the brain capacity sure. to follow it but there, to me, is a time and a place to watch a movie like The Whale, and that would be by myself in a night when I feel like being sad. Whoever wants to feel sad. I don't know. Sometimes I like to feel. You know what I mean, Jerry? Like, feel. I feel like this movie, I need to see it. Okay. Then go see it. Well, I don't go to a theater. I'll wait till it I'm comes sure out. I'm sure it'll be on demand in like three days. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. And that's the other weird thing. Like, that's weird to go to a theater to see, I think. Although there'd be no teenagers in there being punks. No, it would be older people. You know, it may be older people, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the type of movie you could see, like, in a smaller community theater. Yeah. Like, we have a small theater in Bradley Beach, although I think it's only open in the summer. This small theater in Asbury Park. I'm not going to AMC 15 to see The Whale. Instead, you're going to go to one of these smaller theaters in a trench coat? Potentially. <laughs> I, would, I think the saddest movie we saw. In the theater or just yes. in general? was Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. Yes. Where he does pass away at the end. That was that was uh, not great. Yeah. It was sad. Yes, very sad. I didn't like that one. I had to tell you, like, even in this conversation I listened to, it was only an hour long. It was one of these Joe Rogan three-and-a-half-hour mm-hmm. marathons. Mark Marin got choked up talking to him about the film. Like, that's how... Yeah, I'm sure. And I mean, he's up for best actor, I think. For you know, this. not for nothing. Have you? I, I know you have. 600-pound life. You've yeah. seen those... Those are heartbreaking, and I have seen a few of them. Now, I have not seen one yet. I saw one that was inconclusive with the end, and one I've seen when they give you an update and the person's doing really well. Wow, that's sad to watch them go through it. At least when you get to the end of some of those, when you see that they, they're still 200 pounds down or they're you know now they're, they're weighing 310 and you, their life is different, that's got a good ending. That's about as... That's as sad as I'm going. Right. Like, even I was telling you uh, that I listened to Craig's uh, Hello, My Name is Craig mm-hmm. podcast about gambling addiction, and the woman he had on went through absolute hell, but where she was at today telling her story, it was... So that's different because that's different, the expectation right. at the end is that they've turned things around. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the phone right? telling, unless someone's going through it at the time. Which would, I mean, you got a big nuts to get on the phone and do that if you're still battling through those issues. Yeah. My expectation when he brings a guest on is that they've really hit rock bottom and they've rebounded and they've got their lives straightened out and they're trying to help people do the same. So when I listen to that show, not every week, I'm not in the car, but I do hear it a lot. I, more times than not, feel very encouraged by what I just listened right, to. Right, it's encouraging. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's the point of the show, right? I think so. So the, you, yeah. you want to see that. There's uh, you could get to the other side yes. if you're in a bad situation. Don't feel right alone now. and don't feel like it's hopeless. Yeah. So I was reading, uh, doing some reading about this film, Jerry, and uh, I went yeah, on. How there. much can you get in four lines? I read a whole article. <laughs> Actually, I went to the Wikipedia page. <laughs> so I scrolled. Funny. I started reading all about the story, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to. I, I kind of got the premise of the movie. I don't want to read everything about it. Right. But there's a section down on the Wikipedia page as you scroll all the way down that says controversy. The film has received criticism for its portrayal of its main character who's morbidly obese. Time magazine said some of the film's critics believe it perpetuates tired tropes of fat people as suffering chronically depressed and binge eating. Another podcaster said uh, that the film had criticism for its use of a prosthetic suit instead of casting an obese actor. What do you think of that? I always think that's weird. You know, there'll be well, a, the, 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 a lot of times. You're trying films, to get the best actor for the part. Right. 
a lot of times films get criticized for if you if somebody is playing the role say uh of someone with autism that they don't use an actor who is autistic sure that's interesting yeah i don't know i mean in this case i think brendan Fraser. again i'm not going to see it for yeah. other reasons but he brings name value to the film right and i think you ultimately you're trying to get the most eyeballs to the screen I don't know. Would the movie? I guess. I guess. It, I don't know. Would the movie have as much impact if it was a no-name actor or someone coming up the ranks, although a heavy actor that probably fits the part properly? Or do you do better if it's Brendan Fraser? Well, it's funny because every time it would pop up on the screen here, we'd be like, "Oh my gosh, is that yeah. Brendan Fraser?" Because yeah. that's the other thing we haven't seen Brendan Fraser. No, and we think of him as the didn't he play like a a, a Tarzan type character? Where he it was like uh, he might have I think of him in that movie up at Harvard or something. Remember that film no. he did? Yeah, hold on, I'll get that for you. I don't know about the Brendan you Fraser. could be right about that. I, he played some sort of I get him in Paulie Shore movies confused. <laughs> oh no, he was and he was in the Mummy. That might that was be like what you're kids, talking about. Yes, yes, movie. yes, absolutely. Yeah, he was in George of the Jungle as well. George of the Jungle. That's the one I'm thinking of. School as well. Ties. That's yes. the movie I'm talking about. School Ties. Remember that? No. Yeah, School Ties was 1992. That's this is how old I am. 1992. This is how old me and the me and my wife's relationship is. 1992. We saw that in the movie theaters. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, uh, that is a hundred percent true. And the same year, <laughs> I didn't see this in the movies, but I do know that we rented this movie. All right. The same year, Encino Man was released. <laughs> <laughs> is that Paulie Shore? No, that was that Brendan was Fraser. Him too? Yes. See, that's what I mean. I get him and Paulie Shore confused. Isn't that funny? And in this interview, he said he and Paulie Shore were were friendly back then. How about that? Uh, and, the and Mummy in 99, so. and then The Mummy Returns in 2001. The Mummy Returns. He's done a lot of films. Yeah. And what's amazing is I haven't seen many of them. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're aimed at you. The the ones that aimed at like teenagers and things, but I guess he's done some serious roles as well. Which yeah, is... well, School Ties was a serious movie. It was. Yes, that was a serious movie. As is the whale. Apparently so. I might go see this by myself in a theater. Would that be weird? Not that I haven't done that before, Jerry. Not X rated, so you'll be <laughs> fine. And it's not a children's movie, so you'll be. But fine. what if I cry? I don't want to get up and I don't want to be leaving crying. My guess is you're going to go see the movie at one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be many people in there with you. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. The, maybe the theater will think I'm a movie critic. Or afternoon, a <laughs> afternoon movie by myself. Yeah, watching the whale. You bring a box of tissues into the theater with you in case I cry, or do other things if you're alone. Yeah, of course. That is weird that people used to go to porno theaters and do that to themselves in a theater. What? <laughs> you think? What? And who would want to sit in those seats? I don't know. Ugh. Did so you think they bizarre. had a, you, I'm not being... I've never been in one of those theaters. Yeah, me neither. That, I think that was gone a long time ago. Yeah, we had, a, we had video stores. We were beyond that. Was there some poor schlub that had to go clean the chairs after every I showing? I guess so. It's disgusting. Yeah, there was some weird, they had some like kind of gimmicky name for those people who worked in like Times Square theaters. Oof. Gross. I mean, yeah, that's nasty. Get lost. That's like where you think like human beings are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Pretty disgusting much. animals. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Good news for me last night, Jerry. I went on uh, the Discovery Plus app, and there's a new season of 90 Day Fiance. I, I couldn't care less about this. The other way. Okay. And an interesting couple. And something I learned. I'm going to share this with you because I learned something yesterday, Jerry. Okay. About a controversial topic. So, you know, uh, uh, trans is a very big thing now, right? Where men uh, identify and become women. Women identify and become men. There's a man on this this season's 90 Day Fiance who is a man. He has a penis. But he was born a woman, but he now has a penis, and you would have no idea that he was a woman. And I say this because he and another trans man are having lunch together, and they're talking about how it's difficult to tell that uh, when a woman trans becomes trans of a man versus man to a woman, because when you become a man, 
They, you can grow facial hair. And it was, it, I am telling you, it was hard to tell. And he was dating a woman and talked about when he told her he used to be a woman. And she was like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. What a wild, wild show this is, Jerry. Still not going to watch it. You're, you're out? I, have, I honestly have no interest. I did think it was interesting that the trans men said it was very difficult to pick out if you were just walking the streets and you saw a man who used to be a woman. That is very difficult to to pick out, but it's not as difficult to pick out a man who becomes a woman. Now. The voice remains deep, yes? You know, I didn't, on this episode, it was just two people who are now men. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, the one man, his business, this is a business, Jerry, he makes underwear with a bulge in the front for women who want to be men who don't get the surgery. So he makes foam penises that go into the front of underpants that you can then be proud and walk around. I'm thinking of ordering one for myself. That's all right. Gina knows what she's got in there already, so it's fine. Just for others when I'm walking around, they could be like, but what? that guy's... Then you meet someone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he was saying. And then what happens? Well, that's what he was saying when he first was with this uh, woman. There's no penis. He was first like, with really? this woman. She was like, I don't like to have sex on the first date. And he was like, good, because the, in his head, he's like, But how good. is there a second date then? Well, in his head, he, well, the, he had the second date. He, by then, he, was, he told her. But he said that night he wasn't prepared. And he thought, good thing there's going to be no sex tonight because I got to give her a heads up. Yeah. There's a lot going on out there, Jerry. Yes. It's a big world. That's, and I'm, I'm not a part of that world. It is a big world. But good luck to them. You got Whale, the movie. You've got 90 Day Fiance. Ay, ay, ay. Things are happening. You got Milf. Can you imagine being in politics. Manor. How so? Fighting this fight. Or not, not even a fight, but like having to make decisions. Navigating this world. Yeah, because you're going to have people that are for that. Mm-hmm. There are going to be people that are going to be wholly against it. Right. I'll use the word holy, obviously. And I'm sure they'll say for religious reasons or whatever. Then you've got people in the middle and like you got to pass laws. Right. Could you imagine what the fights are like? For whatever side you stand on, it doesn't matter. The other side is going to hate you and vehemently disagree with you. That's your job. Right. To go face these people that have conflicting opinions on very serious topics. Like who picks a line of work like that? Yeah. Yeah, the politics is a weird one. Who wants to go to work like that? And it used to be bad. Now with social media, oh, I mean it's, it's got to be crazy. Like it used to I'm sure like when President Bush was in office, you know, you would think people would write. Sure. You'd see on TV. Yeah. But now you're in office? And it's not that long. Like you say President Bush, and you're right. So I told you Matthew's been binge watching NCIS. Yes. Which started in 1990, I forget what year. I think they're on year 22. So maybe it was 22. 99, I think, was the first year. So maybe it's year 24 it's on. So he's through like 15 or 16 seasons. And there's like 20s. I mean, think how much TV this kid's watching, <laughs> which I'm fine with. He's home. He's chilling. He's good. That's fine. Whatever. He could be doing worse things. But he's so we're watching it and he's in season 16 or 17 whatever which is only five years ago so they have the smartphones and then everything's up to date i came across an ion tv on sunday morning or last sunday whatever it was season one mark Harmon is still in it i know he's not in it today but he was in season 16 he was still there he's still this he's the star in season one rotary phones get to the pay phone Checking out a dorm where there's this gigantic stereo with CDs, <laughs> and I'm and everything is real photography. No one's taking. There's no pic. yeah, and it's like that's within the same series. The changeover is unreal, right? Hey, print out the directions. We got to head over to the, like print out directions. When was the last time we did that? Now it's just like hey, just put the address in your phone, and we'll be there in five minutes. It's really amazing yeah. the difference within the same series of a show. It's funny, too, when people like today will say to you, uh, all right, Jerry, I'll follow you. 
Well, put, yeah. it, put it in your phone. I know, I know. I don't want to have to be responsible Worried for you. Worried about going through the light. Yes. Are they going to make it? I know. I don't want to be responsible for you tailing me. I know, I Just know. Just put it in your phone. There is one case. So me, so Matthew and I are going to, he's coming with me to Arizona. And then from Arizona, he's flying with me to Chicago. We're going to Illinois for the Rutgers-Illinois game next Saturday. So he's coming on this then whole trip. Then back to Arizona? No, 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 no. The, You're the doing game is next end. Saturday. Oh, okay. So I'll be, we'll be there the whole week. But Friday, instead of coming home, we're going to Chicago oh, nice. and then driving to Champaign. And then he's going to come back with me with the team, which is great. So I have to figure out the whole car situation. And I'm like, well, I can, I, maybe I'll just take an Uber to the airport in the morning. And then maybe I'll have Kim pick us up next Saturday afternoon. And then I'm sitting there trying to get to the charter area. Like, I got lost the first two times going there. I'm like, even with the GPS, sometimes it's difficult. So I do get the whole, let me just follow you, but I'm with you. It's stressful. Yeah, very stressful. It's such a pain in the ass. Right. And then someone cuts in between the person who's following you. Like, oh, my God, I can't see. No question. And it's an SUV, so they can't see over it. Yes. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. That's why I, we go out to California, which hasn't been in about five years now, four years, whatever it is. And if we have our own car following, again, we can put it in the GPS, but we don't know where the hell we're going. Right. I mean, different terrain up and down. It's not flat. It's It can be stressful. Do you remember with the old uh, GPS that you would plug into the cigarette? Garmin, yeah. Yeah, the Garmin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when you first plug it in, it would take forever sometimes to, for the satellite sure. to coordinate. Oh my! And you'd be stressed out, but you're like, you're lost. Mm-hmm. That happened to me and Dallin Cuff in uh, near Colgate in upstate New York. Yeah, we left a game 9 p.m. and he had to get back for work the next morning. So did I for Boomer and Carton. So staying over was not an option. So we drove together uh, the night before, did the game. We had to drive back. It was, if I remember correctly, it was like four degrees out. It was freezing. And satellite lost. And right. we were in some podunk town. We didn't know where to go. We ended up on a dirt road. And I'll never forget him saying, we are going to get murdered tonight with the with the most serious face I've ever seen. I'm like, we're not going to get murdered. He goes, uh, you have a quarter of a tank of gas. We don't know where we are. And it's four degrees outside. He goes, one of three things is going to happen. One... A highway is magically going to appear in front of us. That'd be the best. He goes, two, you're going to run out of gas. We're going to freeze to death overnight. Or three, we're going to stop someone for help, and they're going to murder us. Right. Chop your heads off. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't even remember how we got back, but we did. But, I mean, when that satellite went out, it was like, uh, now what do yeah. we do? Yeah. Very scary. And it can happen with the phones, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, the phones can go out. Absolutely, it can. A lot of times, the map does download itself. Yeah, or at least like it. Yeah, it keeps you a little further. But that can be. Along. All of a sudden, it's not telling you what to do. I remember I brought my Garmin to Phoenix the first for the first yeah, sure. Super Bowl, the first Giant Super Bowl in the oh seven. Uh, yeah, for oh seven season, but early oh eight. Yep. And when I plugged it into the rental car, I had it was so confused, like because <laughs> it had New Jersey. Yes. Like where it was. I had no idea how I got to Phoenix. It took so long to like figure itself out before you could punch an address into it. That is amazing. We've said this before. That Those little units I thought would be, that was here to stay forever. You can still buy them. I don't know who does. I don't either. If you got a phone, you've got it. But man, never. I thought that was one of the safest business concepts I had ever seen. It's weird because if you go to like Best Buy, they still have. I know they do. I know they do. And then I'm sure they're much more advanced than I, you and I sure. think they are, but I don't know what the difference is. Well, I, I would say there's got to be something beneficial. Like if I was a driver, there's got to be something beneficial to just putting that thing on your dashboard and leaving it there as opposed to with the phone, taking it off, clipping it, uncl- I mean, I guess you don't want to leave it there. And the, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because I know some of those have the traffic built in somehow. Sure. Well, because everything's satellite now, and yeah. they're, it's the, they take the cell phone data with the way traffic's moving. That's what it all is. Yeah, that's it's, unbelievable. It's your cell phone that is giving them the updates. Oh, so even if somebody... I always thought in my head that it was other people with Google Maps open. No, it's the, it's the signal from the cell phones oh. that everybody has in the car. That's dictating how traffic's moving. That's how you know precisely when you're going to be where wow. you're going to be. That's amazing. If you ever noticed, remember so remember those GPS things. It would tell you how long it's going to take to get there. 
But if you were in a 65 and you're doing 80, the time would keep coming down because you were going 15 miles an hour faster than you should be. Now it's in real time, speed limit be damned. It's what is actual traffic doing. Yeah. That's why the time doesn't usually move much. Unless you're just flying past people, <laughs> driving like a lunatic. That is one thing you will find out, right? If you use the GPS a lot or on, or Google Maps, whatever. Whether you speed or drive the speed limit, when you're going somewhere that's an hour away, it does not change the... Because that's the time it's taking in real time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's wild. It's not just calculating what it should be. It's calculating what it is at the moment as yeah. it's happening. I'm well, always amazed by that. If you're like two hours away from somewhere and the fact that you get there within a minute I mean, of what it's said. I'm talking about being amazed by technology. We could be here all day. Yeah. It's some scary crap. Definitely, Jerry. Jerry, let's do the warm-up well, show. Well, you did it. I did Me and CeeLo did that. We'll do the same tomorrow. You'll be here for Boomer tomorrow. Correct. Back to... By the way, this morning I lost my wallet. Yeah. It took me 25 minutes to find it. Oh, you did find it, though. I did find it after I had gone and scooped out $10 of quarters from the change jar because I didn't know what else to do. I had no gas in the car. I was panicked. You're going to pay in coins? I did. That's what, well, that's what I was going to do. I didn't have to because I did find my wallet. Where eventually. was your wallet? It was stuck. Not. I looked between the seat and the... It actually slid underneath the seat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. No, not at 3 o'clock in the no, morning. No, 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 no. I've done that where I've dropped my uh, key fob. Yes. That's... There. And now I know I could start my car. Right. But when I get to New York, you got to get it. I'm going to be going under the seats. Yeah, not here. You don't want to do that. Doing Bradley dark. Beach. Yeah, Bradley Beach. Jerry. Right. All right, Jerry. Warm up next. Show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I did see Jerry Recco in the, um, you know, out in the we work the area. newsroom. The yes. newsroom, thank yes. you. Or yeah, bullpen, what works as Bullpen well. newsroom. Yep. I saw him out there. I was like, hmm, I wonder who I'm going to get today, because uh, Boomer is out. He's filming his uh, favorite uh, Super Bowl commercials yes. that he does every year. Annual tradition. He's out uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, so Jerry's... Filling in for Boomer, you're filling in for Jerry. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, who am I getting in here? And I didn't even want to ask you guys when I saw you out there. I said, who's going to come into the room when that me 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 kicks off? I think the new the new sequence of action, the way that the uh, the plan works here, the new standard. Yeah, pretty much whoever the update guy is does the warm up show. Okay, you, as long as you're here as well. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank goodness. I would, if I had to do this by myself, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> by the way, so yesterday was uh, Nets-Lakers. Correct. And this comes up uh, often with the NBA. 
this idea of resting players. Yeah. And, they don't call it load management anymore. It's no, injury because, management. Right. Because yeah. if you call load management, you now really look stupid for not playing your players. Yeah. But if you sure. pretend you have a fake knee injury, LeBron James, uh, then it's okay. Yeah. But you don't really, you know, you hear about it, you go, ah, yep, that sucks if you had tickets, blah, blah, blah. But until you know somebody who actually had tickets, then it's like, huh, that does suck. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, like I have uh, friends who uh, bought their son uh, for Christmas back a couple months ago. All this kid wanted, he's not a little kid, he's uh, yeah, like 18, but all he wanted was to go see LeBron James. Oh, That's all he wanted. So they everyone pools their money together, they get these seats, they're all excited, and then word comes out this week, LeBron's taking a day off. Oh, that sucks. It does. You're right about that. I, you know what? I didn't even think your uh, your significant other, where she teaches her school, they took some kids yes. on a trip to Nets Lakers last night. Yes, St. Elizabeth. Yes. Uh, they got a bus full of students. They were going to uh, yeah. Nets Lakers. Now, they did see a net victory. They did. But they did not see LeBron or Anthony Davis for right. the Lakers last night. Right. Uh, so this uh, family friend reached out and she said, hey, you know, this happened. Is there anyone I could talk to? <laughs> I go, I yeah. said, I, you know, you're not aware, but this is a big problem in the NBA. Yeah. You know, where the big stars travel to these other cities and they only come once a year or not uh, twice a year, whatever. And then <clears throat> their stars that you're paying big ticket uh, money for don't show up. So she's like, well, will they sign autographs somewhere? No, they no. don't. Yeah. They're going to sit on the bench in their nice suit or bizarre yeah. outfit, and they're going to cheer on their teammates, and then that's yeah. it. Yeah. You don't get anything for that. No. No. And it's different if it's, you know, somebody legitimately, you know, if there was a 49er game this week, and they're like, I can't believe I bought tickets to see Brock Purdy. Yeah, his arm almost fell off. Did it, though? <laughs> I mean, you and Gio were singing a different song yesterday, so did we... Did we um, did we find out? Did we get a diagnosis? Yeah, on his we'll injury? get into that. Oh, we will. Okay. Next segment. Right. This is the segment where we yell at LeBron James Got in the it. NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the solution is to this. Steve Other Kerr than... seems to think the solution is a seventy-two game season instead of an eighty-two game season. <laughs> okay, but then you promise all the no, players that's will what play. I, I'm, I'm they tongue, won't. Tongue in cheek answer. Yeah. yeah. So and, they've, and, been, they've been playing eighty-two games. How long now? I mean. I don't know. You're asking the I'm, wrong The point fella. is, it's it's not a recent thing. It's not like injury management slash load management arrived just when 82 games arrived, you know? And I was uh, reading an article this morning from Newsday. I forget the woman's name who wrote it. I would give her credit, but she wrote about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, quotes in there from uh, Patrick Ewing, like, yeah. if I played a, a uh, preseason game somewhere, I knew people were coming to see me. I felt obligated to play. I played. <clears throat> Rightfully Get so. lost, LeBron James. It's not just LeBron James, on ice. but I mean, it's yeah. It, no, it's all the stars. It's I mean, no, it's not all the stars. Oh. It's a lot of the stars. A lot of the stars. Yeah, it depends on the team, depends on the guy, but it does happen, and it's frustrating. And I know when you buy tickets on the secondary market, of course, it's going to matter what team is you're playing. I don't know, like do the does basketball do dynamic pricing when they're selling actual like not secondary market, but first you the know teams. like the baseball does it. <clears throat> yeah, where, that like, would, if, I would think would be up to the franchise. Yeah, I'm sure some of them do. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, you owe people money. Do we wait in line for it? <laughs> You'd be waiting a while. Or how about this? Eighteen thousand people get an autograph and photo if they want with LeBron. Yeah, that ain't happening. after the game. <laughs> nope, or before. Yeah, so I didn't know what to tell this family. SOL, unfortunately. Uh, I did give them some Lakers emails. <laughs> I said, you reach out. I go, you're not going to get anywhere. But yeah, As long as you told them, yeah. Expect yeah. zero said, reply. Right. I said, yeah. the, the NBA is it'll just. It'll make you feel better yes. to type out an email to blow off some steam. You go right ahead. But no, she one, wanted no to, one's going to answer that. She wanted to plead as a mother. Mm-hmm. Hoping maybe they'll send them something. <laughs> yeah, but that it's just. Wouldn't then I was even it. like, I'm trying to think like. um. <clears throat> I was like, oh, maybe the family or the kid likes uh, someone on the Nets that's not like maybe a t- maybe Kyrie, I could reach Kyrie? Out. Yeah. Kyrie, of course. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> you tell me somebody who's not popular like Kyrie, and they're a fan of uh, I don't even know who else is on the Nets. Yeah, right. Other than KD name, and can Kyrie, you, like, can I can't. You, that's Joe, it. Joe, Joe, something. <laughs> Joe, Joe Mama. Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe a, Harris. That's Joe you, Harris. You were reaching for Joe Harris, right? Oh, he loves Joe Harris. I'd be like, oh, let me reach out to the Nets. Maybe Joe Harris. Send him something. Something. Mm. But no, it's Kyrie, the one pain in the ass. 
on the team. The where this used to be a problem for me as a kid was when I would get to go to a Ranger game. I was a huge Mike Richter fan, and we'd show up, and Glenn Healy, the backup, would be playing that <laughs> night. I hated Glenn Healy, which is unfair. He seems like a very nice man. Yeah. He and Mike were apparently very close, and what I, as I've come to learn. But when I'd show up at the games, and he'd lead the team out on the ice for warm-ups, I'm like, son of a <laughs> Glenn Healy, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, well, like when... Growing up, going to Mets games, I always wanted to try to you you try to time it to get a Doc Gooden start. Oh, sure. But you knew going in, this is all timing. This is all going to be luck if Doc Gooden is starting. Yep. You know, you try to do the math do the in math. your head. Yeah, yeah. Then get a rain out or yeah. something. Or... <laughs> yeah, something would get screwy. Yeah, and these days, oh, guy gets scratched. He's got a you know a hangnail or yeah. something. We're gonna push him back. Change the rotation for the week. It's hard. So it you is. got no LeBron. No Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis right. and no Ben Simmons on the net side. And no KD, obviously. And no KD. Yeah. What, yeah. what a star-studded game we had last night in yeah. Brooklyn. Well, it's the Kyrie show right now. Okay. They got the win. Oh, the kid did his like Kyrie, so maybe he Kyrie. enjoyed that. Kyrie? But I don't know. I, there's no solution to it. There's it's, not. It's just, it's just unfortunately, yeah. you pay an arm and a leg and you're guaranteed nothing. And even if all those guys were playing, by the way. They get hurt in the first minute, you know? Yeah. Like, this is my thing, and it, it is what it is. Cost of living, it's just, it's insane. And the prices for the sporting events, I made the point recently about trying to take my kid to a Ranger game. It's like, and what happens if it's a night where you show up and they, they get waxed 6 nothing? Like, he's never going to want to go back again, right. you know? Think of the Niner fans who traveled to Philly. Oh, my God. Across the country, paid for hotels, and then brought yeah. Purdy, their game's over in the first drive or whatever yeah. it was. That's brutal. Yeah, no, you're not even throwing the ball the rest of the game. Yeah, that's but that's why we watch. You never know what's going to happen. Correct, but it sucks when you pay and oh, go and travel. And big blah, time. Blah, blah, yes. blah, blah. that's why I go to significantly fewer sporting events. Me than too. I once did. Yeah, right. When's the last <laughs> time you pay to go to a sporting event? All right, that's a fair question. I'm not even asking that judgmentally. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't take it judgmentally. I think I bought Mets tickets a couple years ago. I went. What's a couple? Is it actually two, or is it more like once you <laughs> no, actually stop two. and think about it, is it more like 12? <laughs> it's not 12, but I, I think... Uh, Who was playing for the Mets? Do you remember? Who was the manager? I can't tell you that. Oh, God. I'm trying to think, like, who... I, no, are we I, talking you know, Terry I, Collins area, or are we talking Mickey Calloway era here? No, Terry Collins. Okay. Now, I think, uh, who was the Met lefty? who debuted against the uh, Reds, he actually had a double, an RBI Stephen double. Matz. Yes, his debut. Oh, you were there? Yeah. And the grand, the, they had the grandfather up in the family suite yep. going nuts and cursing, you know, because he was all excited. I bought tickets for Long that. Island, Long Island's own Stephen Matz. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So that's been probably so, a little while. Yeah, that's... But it doesn't go back to the... Uh, six or seven years, I would think. Doesn't go back to the Craig Swan, Pat Zachary pitching era of the 70s. I don't even so know it's been those a while. guys are. Well, because you're not a fan like I am. <laughs> I know sports. What was his rookie? Was it 15? Who? Steven Matz, not Steven Matz. other guys. Oh my you gosh, imagine mentioned. it was 25. It might be 2015. I think it was. I'm going to double check <laughs> now. Listen, CeeLo, time goes by. It sure does. Stops for no one, Al. Stops for I no like one. I say that all the time. Yeah. The years, this is what they say about raising children, CeeLo. Yeah, 2015. Okay, so it's been seven years. Coming up on eight. Coming up on eight. Yeah. They say this, CeeLo, about raising kids. Eddie and I talk about this all the time, they, even though, yeah, we don't yeah, have children. Right. The days are long. The years go by fast. It is very true. Is that I right? speak from experience <laughs> now. It is a very true saying. So, day to day, it's like, whew, yeah. yeah. But then you look up and four like, years have come out. My kid's by. about to be seven? How yeah. is that possible? Right. Yeah. How and is what that was possible? Li- I don't remember what life was like before children. Yeah. Complete like you can't think mystery. of that. The only thing, it pop up sometimes, like on my Facebook feed, you know, hey, eight years ago, like I just got one from the, we had a big snowstorm this time in 2016, which was like three months before my oldest son was born. And I was shacked up here with an overnight bag and sleeping on the floor and had, you know, my uh, slippers and, you know, was here for the weekend, basically, because there was about, you know, two feet of snow outside. My car was buried. We went and had a nice pancake breakfast at Westville across the street here. <laughs> and it was just like, that was no big deal. It wasn't like, got to check in. Oh, I got to get home. The kids. Right. How's every, you know. Okay, honey. I'll see you, you in a few days. living free. Yep. Not a care in the Shacking world. Shacking up at 345 Hudson for a couple days. Yeah, not even thinking about it. When I get home, I'll shovel the driveway.
Yeah. And now here you are, all these years later. <laughs> God. How many kids you got now? Two. two. Yeah. Still two. Still two. Plan on keeping it that way. Just two. Two. So seven? Two is enough. They uh, will be seven and four coming seven up in four. the spring. So six and three, but closer to seven and four now. What's easier, seven-year-old, four-year-old? Oh, four. Really? Oh, yeah. My oldest is, uh, he's, he's a piece of work. I thought as they get older, they figure stuff out on their own. Mm. You'd be just like, I'll leave you home here. Well, at seven, six, on, six going on seven, we're not quite there yet. Not there yet. I just mean per- personality-wise. Now the little guy is, he's starting to push the envelope a little bit. Little, he's getting to be a little a little tricky, finding his independence. Figure out how far he could push the parents. Correct, yes. Plus, he sees his older brother doing it all the right. time. So that's what I should do. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I do that. Yep. In some local football news, CeeLo, Mike Kafka is going to interview with the Cardinals today. Okay, great. I feel like he's a goner. He's had multiple interviews. I don't think so. Really? No. The interviews are great. It's a good experience for him. People pick his brain a little bit. Yeah. File him away for down the road, maybe. You think he goes back to the Giants and be like, mm, you're probably going to have to pay me a little more. I've gotten all these interviews. Yeah, I could, maybe they give him a little bump in pay. Little but bump. yeah, I think he'll be back. Yeah, I like when they like, bring all the guys back on a team that's building, yeah, well, right? Sure, of course. Like, we talked about the this same guys back. Yeah. yeah. Selfishly, yeah. Don't but, go get a promotion. Come back. Let's come run back. It, let's run it back. Run it back. Yeah. And see where we're at starting the, the brand new season. Yeah. I just, I mean, look. I'm going to contradict myself a little All bit because right. I'm big on the, like, everyone, oh, the hotshot coordinator. And calling plays doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a good head coach. No, and it does not. Mike Kafka has a, the track record of coming from the Andy Reid tree. People think highly of him, all that. But, I mean, he just got into coordinating and calling for, like, one season. Right. You know? And all of a sudden, everyone wants, like, that. this I is mean, what I happens. I mean, I get it. It's not Sucks. unprecedented, you know? And, again, it's more about the person, I think, than it is about what they did as a play caller or a coordinator, you know? We've seen it time and time again. Some guys coordinate great, and they suck as head coaches. There's a lot of different differences in the job responsibilities. I don't know anything about his personal life. Hopefully he's married with kids and he doesn't want to pull them out of school. We keep everything together. I mean, you've watched, you've covered the NFL or followed the NFL long enough. I mean, the way these coaches jump year to year, it is what it is. There's no way around that for the most part. Unfortunately. Comes with the territory. It's what you mm. sign up for. Well, Mike Kafka, we love you. Yeah, two interviews with the Colts, interview with the Cardinals now. Right. Great. Uh, Panthers, good. I think. Panthers. Yeah. Although that's uh, Frank Reich has taken that, yep. took that job. Mm-hmm. All right, CeeLo, let's take a break. When we come back, let's uh, discuss this Brock Purdy interview. Yes, I and, need to uh, know the latest on his condition as it pertains to what we saw Sunday. Yeah. Because the Gio and I had some hot takes yesterday right, yeah. that people didn't care for. So I need to know what the reality of the situation All right, is. Fair enough. Okay. We will discuss. And then uh, Gio and Jerry at the oh, top of the hour, yeah. 6 o'clock. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here with CeeLo this morning. Jerry is filling in for Boomer. He and Gio will be here at 6. We lost Shirley. Yes, nice tribute by you here. Thank you. Uh, The actress, Cindy Williams, 75 years old. Shlemiel Shlawazel. You're probably too young for Laverne and Shirley. Yes, I... I Obviously aware. You're aware they exist, though. Yes. That's good. I knew the song. Right. But no, I don't... You know, 
the show itself, the episodes, sitting down to watch it, not so much. They were a couple gals that worked in the bottling plant of a beer place in Milwaukee. Oh, they're gonna make our dream. And they had friends Lenny and Squiggy, Carmine, Boo Boo Kitty. What like what kind of year range are we talking about? Seventies, late seventies. I was trying to think of maybe my parents would have been locked in. Oh, your parents are locked in. Believe me. It was quite a... a ABC had quite the primetime lineup. It was Happy Days into Laverne and Shirley into Morgan. Hello. Oh, hello. Wow. Those are some heavy hitters. Yeah, heavy hitters. It was great. Hello. Yeah. Eddie and I I do this still in our regular lives sometimes. They used to do these set-up jokes where... They'd be trying to figure out a problem, they, they, and then their friends Lenny and Squiggy would just pop in. They'd be like, where can we find two idiots that would fall for something like that? <laughs> hello. Right they yep. walk in, yep. hello. Hey. Oh, there's our two idiots. <laughs> They'll do it. So, uh, yeah, Cindy Williams. Rest in peace, Cindy. Yes. Now, over Girls the weekend. transition over to Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do this. Over the weekend, we uh, got a crappy NFC championship game because Brock Purdy got hurt very early in the game. Then Josh Johnson got a concussion. Uh, he left. And then the 49ers just ran the football and ruined everything by sending the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Brock Purdy, Gio and I had the impression that uh, he, he didn't really give a full effort. Yeah. I We would have liked to have seen a little more effort. A little, It's the championship game. You uh, have all season to uh, get better. Mm-hmm. Show us if you at least make an attempt to throw a ball downfield. That was Geo's take. Totally agree with but it. But he did on the sideline make an attempt. On the sideline. Did line. that Jerry not play you guys? His he cuts? played. He goes, I could only throw the ball five or ten yards. Right. Uh, you, well, he's making that up. All the pomp and circumstance uh, yeah. about Brock Purdy's come all this way. Correct. Hasn't lost a game. Opportunity to be the first rookie to ever get to the Super yeah. Bowl as a rookie quarterback, and he's going to tap out because he got one hit early in the game. Yeah, you know what? Too much smoke. I, no. I'm going to pass. Tap out because he made a business decision. No, I saw. I heard your your my hot take. Fakakta hot take about that yesterday. By the way, what makes something? This is a legitimate question. Fakakta. No, what makes oh. something a hot take <laughs> or just an opinion? Like, what's it mean? Hot. I always hear I that. Be like, oh, you're stupid. Hot take hot takes. is. When it, when it's like over the top and it makes you roll your eyes, like you're just saying, like that fake, get, yeah, oh, okay. a little bit, or you're just looking for a reaction. I don't necessarily think you're looking for a no. reaction. I just think you're uninformed sometimes. Yeah, because like <laughs> I was like, like we, we a very similar injury to what uh, Josh Allen had. Yeah, which, right. And at the time, they feared, you know, the same kind of. It's a matter of is look, is the ligament fully torn or not? You know. And by the way, Josh Allen still was slinging it down the field. We're just saying this was a championship. He wasn't slinging game. it the same way. Let's and Boomer, go. if he were sitting here, would tell you that he was not <clears throat> the same guy for maybe I don't know a month. It took until late in the season and into the playoffs for like the arm strength to really, I think, look the same as what we're grown accustomed to seeing. Now he comes from the benefit of having a bazooka for an arm to begin with, whereas Brock Purdy not as much. Well, like Gio said, let's see you attempt a uh, deep pass and go, ow, ah. Yeah. We wanted something. You know what? Next time uh, a pitcher has elbow pain, let's say, uh, you know what? We don't, we're not quite sure. Just go out and throw another pitch. And if we'll, it was we'll World Series. Or to get you to the World Series, get out. What did CC Sabathia do? He put the team on his back. Not with a torn ligament. In when his he was on the Brewers, elbow. they were throwing his ass out there. He didn't every have game. a torn ligament in his pitching elbow. You don't know that. Masahiro Tanaka, if you recall, pitched with a partially torn UCL. And oh, it was is that a right? Big story, like you know, oh, it could go at any time, and it never did. Thankfully for him. So Brock Purdy confirmed torn yeah, UCL, right? Whatever that means. In his elbow, it's the same ligament that a pitcher would need Tommy John surgery for. He's going to miss six months. Yeah. He'd still be missing six months if he tried to sling it down the Come field. On. Let's go. Come on. Come on. You guys are going too far with this. And you can't. No, I can't yell at Josh Johnson. Also, uh, yeah. He had a concussion. Now, if you want to say when Josh Johnson went out and Brock Purdy went back in, like, hey, at this point, we yeah. really have no other option. I yes. guess. Fine. Plus, the Eagles were playing knowing he wasn't going to throw it down the field. What shock and all that would have been if he'd have floated one down there. Well, they to... tried that with Christian McCaffrey, and, and he threw a beautiful pass. 
but there was nobody in the same <laughs> zip code the, of the throw. He's not like, in the quarterback like room. The way the TV followed that pass, like yeah, they double reverse or the reverse <laughs> toss back to McCaffrey, arches this nice spiral down the field, and I'm like waiting for it to go be going into the arms of receiver. And not only was there not a 49er in the in the picture, there wasn't an eagle in the picture either. So no one. He just threw it to open grass way down the field. Hoping maybe someone will get there. Some beauty, beautiful looking throw. Yeah, but there was just there was no, no one, one there, no one there, no one home. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we put out the video yesterday of us discussing this. Of course, Boomer was uh, Rolling defending the football players, yeah. rightfully as he so. does. He had a bunch of narps. Yeah, <laughs> did, I'm sure he did. He use narp yesterday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, he also mocked my eating habits, which I didn't care well, for. So did Jerry, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. The fact that I eat rice cakes with peanut butter has nothing to do with Brock Purdy not giving a full effort. On I, you know Saturday what? I will agree with Sunday. you on that. I, I don't quite see the connection. Me neither. I happen to like rice cakes with peanut butter. Thank Maybe you. I don't eat it every day like you do, but I do schedule. like that. It's a nice snack. Yeah, it is a beautiful snack. Yeah. So uh, we'll say, well, six months would be. Let's say we're in January now, mm-hmm. so he'll be ready to roll for next season, right? I guess. They said he can't throw a football for six months. Uh, not he's going to be game ready in six <laughs> months. <laughs> They got to be more specific with these injuries. Uh, okay, so maybe. Well, well they got so it, many quarterbacks anyway at this nah, point. I mean, the Niners, yes and no, but it presents. Look, I think we all. Well, who knows now, right? Last year was out. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's gone, no chance. But now they've got two guys coming off major injuries. Yeah, and they're going to go into camp and just assume both guys are going to be healthy and battle it out. I don't know. By the way, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, Forty uh, ers fans not happy seeing a Jimmy Garoppolo on the sideline down 21-7 laughing this it up is, uh, look, just having a good old time for himself I don't I, I don't love that look myself but the problem is you can't kind of just sing. I see this from players all the time yeah. not just Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy I Garoppolo wonder, after the game said I wish I had my helmet for the game so he felt like he didn't want to be out there It is funny because you're on a sideline of a football. There's Maybe he a, wanted the helmet so no one could see him smiling on the sideline. There's a ton of people on the sidelines, yeah, right? Too you many. don't know the cameras on you. It's just like when they go, Zach Wilson was sitting there with a big puss on his face. Well, he doesn't know the – who knows? The, you go through all these emotions during the right. game, right? Yeah. Who knows? I guess the idea being just assume at all times it's on you. Yeah. So but look that's sad. Easy, easier said than done. He did have a nice big smile on his face, and I did like I saw the screen grab. And it's score, yeah, 21-7. guy's got a time. world-class smile. What are you going right. to do? By the way, 21-7, that game was still uh... No, wait, no, it wasn't because Brock Purdy didn't. The game was over, yeah. Yeah. And I and I, and I I said this, uh, <clears throat> I did the overnight for Sal uh, Sunday and a Monday. No knock on Kevin Burkhart. No, he's the apple of everyone's eyes and never heard a bad word said about him. But <laughs> 21-7 in the third quarter, Niners have the ball. The game right now hanging in the balance. I'm like, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I understand you're trying to keep us around, but the game's not, it's not, it's over. Well, if they scored 21-14 no, but they, they, As you already alluded to, <laughs> the Eagles knew that they weren't going to throw the ball. So that's it. Mm. Game was not hanging in the back. I mean, in theory, I guess it was, but no, we all, anyone who was, was watching knew what was going on. Yep. And then we all, you also had uh, Greg Olson telling you that Jalen Hurts has been outstanding to What did he do? Yeah, he didn't do much. He didn't do nothing. He didn't have to. Right. I mean, that's great for them. Right. They didn't yeah. have to show their didn't have to show their cards at all. I'm sure they'll have all kinds of things up their sleeve for the Super Bowl yeah. now, unless uh, Patrick Mahomes goes out with a UCL injury in the first drive. I love that Patrick Mahomes play. They tried to do that uh, hook and ladder with uh, Kelsey. They tried to do it twice yeah. in the first half. <laughs> How do you miss that? That would have been so cool. It was close. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, what you would. That's what I used to do when I play uh, touch football in the street. Yeah, right. Do a little hook and, ladder, hook and ladder, catch him off guard. Just uh, you know, run out there a little bit. No. Down and out. Yep, down and out. This guy's gonna come around. My dad dropped the down and out. We were watching the game Sunday. <laughs> you know, that's an old man. Right. Yeah, the down and out. No one, no one calls it that anymore. Yeah, it was even. I really feel like that was even just like uh, something in the, on the East Coast because oh, it was an East Coast thing. Yeah, because when oh. when I would. I don't know. I uh, even people my age, they would call those different moves. But sure. we had down and out, down the and verbiage, in. verbiage, yeah, verbiage. That's why these guys with the offenses, it's like, oh, it's like a foreign language. Yeah, you'd go down and out. <clears throat> I'll fake it to you, and as soon as you start going deep, I'll float it over the defender. That would head. be the out and up, wouldn't it? See, we did we did down and out, go long. That's how. That's what that's we called it. Too many it. words. Down and out, go out long. And up, down quicker. and in, go long. Nah, that's too much. Down and out, fake. A long stop. I'll hit you right there. This is like the, the baseball debate: is it play catch or have a catch? 
Do you want to play catch or do you want to have a catch? Hmm. When I went to Indiana. <laughs> Moving right along. No, no, this has to do with <laughs> oh, this. This okay. is even more bizarre. Because play catch, have a catch. I go either way with that. In Indiana, the people there called it toss ball. Oh, come on. I swear. They'd be like, you go out and toss ball? Like, no, toss that's... Ball. I'm I swear. I, I'm not saying you're making it up, toss but ball. that's not allowed. They also no. called all sneakers tennis shoes. To, to, not toss a ball. No, it's, you want to go ball. toss ball? Yeah. You, wanna, you get your glove, we'll go to the park and toss ball? What? You hicks? <laughs> <laughs> you're John Mellencamp records? I've never heard that one in oh, my yeah. entire life. Do you oh, want to go yeah. toss, toss ball? ball? It sounds like dirty. They called soda pop? That I've heard. And uh, all sneakers, even if they're basketball sneakers, tennis, tennis shoes. Yeah. Dumps. That's stupid. You got some weird ones like in the Massachusetts, Boston area. Oh, is that I, right? I, in college, I dated a girl from Massachusetts. Yeah. Water fountain was a bubbler. A bubbler? Yeah. Bubbler. Bubbler. The bubbler. Trash can is the barrel. Well, I haven't heard any yeah, of those. Yeah, so there's a few of those. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I liked uh, seeing this yesterday, Sula. Jermaine Pratt apologizing. Yeah. For calling out teammate Joseph aside. This is another instance where, like, I mean, can the guy walk into the tunnel and blow off some steam? It's not like, hey, the locker room's open to the media and he's still screaming and ranting and raving. I mean, right. good. The guy showed some emotion. He's, you know, it's he knows his time is probably over with the team. This was their chance. You know, like, it's got to be frustrating in the moment. And good on him for showing up yesterday, taking accountability they asked him if he spoke to uh, Osai, and he said, I went around and talked to everyone in the room. It's a good job. And he said, I wasn't a great teammate in that moment. That's but a you teaching moment. But you can understand, yes. you know, like game on the line. Plus, if you scream it in the hallway, you're not saying it in the locker room. That's what I mean. It's like he's they're literally walking off. The, if you watch the video, Zach Taylor's right there walking by him to, you know, with, still with his play sheet in his hand, like going to the coach's room. Yeah. These guys are just coming off the field. He just lost the AFC Championship game by a field goal, and that play happened in the final half minute. Yep. Eight seconds, actually. Yeah, right. Eight seconds to go. Not even half minute. Exactly. Do you think they would have – they probably would have run one more play had the penalty not happened, right? Because it would have been a 60-yarder from there, which normally Bucker's got a big leg, but because of the weather, you heard Jay Feely on the TV broadcast saying, eh, in warm-ups, he was missing from, you know, 55 and beyond. They need enough, So they probably would have had to try and run one more play with no timeouts, see if they could get a few yards out of bounds. Would have been interesting. Who do you think they force more into the game, Jay Feely or the referee? Gene Steratore? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly didn't find either guy forced on Sunday. Sometimes, yeah, you found yes. Jay Feely's information. You're still, you're still uh, thinking about it. Yeah, but I don't see that. I don't think that was forced. No, I thought so that was you, well, you well done. That. Now, sometimes... I feel like during the regular season, at times they'd go to him, and I'd be like, "I didn't really learn anything yeah. there." But in this case, it was important because when I when I watch Harrison Butker all season long, I when I watch this guy, I'm, I'm like, "This is a 55 yard field goal, and he's it's like you know more than halfway up the net. And this guy's got a huge leg." So I would think, "Hey, give him a shot from 60," but because of the conditions, different. How would they, if they only had eight seconds left? What do they run down and out? Down and out, yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're all expecting the down and out. Do the out and up. Touchdown. <laughs> Touchdown. Game over. <laughs> right. Everyone's going to bite on the down and out. Mm-hmm. Then you just go right up they're the sidelines. They're all side the sidelines, yeah. Because when you played in the street or whatever, it was all one-on-one. Right. I mean, just think of that now yeah, in the NFL. Coverage. It's no, all... was, yeah, hey, we're going to run uh, fire zone here. Right. QB spy. So if you did down and out and went long, you're wide open yep. for a, at least a few seconds. Yeah. Did you guys do button hook as well? See, that was one I never understood. I didn't do button hooks. It's just a or a curl. Yeah, yeah. We they just called it names. like what'd you call that one? Start you, call, you find a way to come. Yeah, you guys. Stop. You see, you guys. Good thing there was no play clock on you guys. <laughs> the verbiage, getting the plays out. Too much time. Yeah, run a post. Go, go seven yards. Turn around. Wave your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would say run a post or just go to the corner. Go to the corner. All right, yeah. corner's good. And then we used to we used to like to isolate a receiver, so we'd be like, all Iso, you guys Iso. stay short, three by one. He's going deep. Okay, that way you had definite single Pump coverage. Fake. Over the top. Over the top. Right, let's take a break, Silo. When we come back, let's see what I have here. I have an odd headline from Pro Football Talk I'd mm. like to give you. I have, uh, ooh, this oh. I want to get a little Yes Network Yankees cable situation. Oh, okay. 
Cable or is cable not really? Well, it's a cable situation. Cable it's a, situation. It surrounds the cord cutting Cable's situation. Okay, got it. And Rex Ryan's got an idea of where Tom Brady. That's may a hot up. take right there. You think that's a oh, hot that's take? A that's hot the take. definition. Yeah. All right, we'll get Rex's hot take after <laughs> this, and then uh, Geo with Jerry Recco at the top. Welcome back to the warm up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo this morning. Al, who did the Rangers beat to win the Stanley Cup in 1994? The Canucks. Very good. Right in your wheelhouse. Here was. If you hear the Shock the Monkey song, then you're in the Dallas area. You know, we're on the uh, Odyssey app. It's free and it's available everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. You could be in Dallas right now listening to this. Maybe we have someone in Dallas listening to oh, this yeah. right now. Never be know. on the lookout. Uh, two monkeys. <laughs> two monkeys were stolen from the Dallas Zoo. So be on the lookout for that. If you see a couple of monkeys running he around, get the words out of his mouth. How is he? Does he get the show sheet? I think Eddie just loves monkeys, and he yeah. has. A, he gets a Google alert anytime there's a story about, a story about monkeys. <laughs> So yeah, two monkeys on the loose. They're gone. You ever see Jumanji? The original, uh, no, not the. Did not see Jumanji. All right, never mind. But uh, yeah, I wanted to always wanted to visit a place where you ever see those places like in India or something where monkeys they are just, just rain around? free. Yeah, but sure. they're very uh, aggressive. Yeah, and I don't want an aggressive monkey. How about in Africa where you can play golf and just the lions are just that I'm not around. interested in. <laughs> But monkey. monkey, monkeys can be very aggressive, territorial. Yes. They will fight you for they'll, food. They'll mock you. They'll, monkey. They'll mock you. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, got to oh. be careful with the monkeys. So two are loose. Two are loose. Stolen. They believe oh, stolen. stolen. Monkey. Oh, yeah, that's stolen. That's, that's a little how... different than loose. Yeah. Loose is Could fun. I have an emotional support monkey? <laughs> yep. Probably someone took it. Loose is I'm fun. a big monkey, stolen guys. Is... All right. And it's not a monkey like that you would think monkey. It's like a special, unique monkey. Okay. Like it's it's got an interesting look. Like mm-hmm. I have herpes from a monkey bite. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> sure you do. They do carry herpes, monkeys. You monkeys know. will throw their poo at you. <laughs> Another thing about them. Wild herpes infected monkeys. <laughs> you got to be careful. Uh, yeah. Monkey balls powder. I've done a lot of monkey stories yeah. over the years. So, I mean, I am interested in going to one of those countries, but I also don't want to be around monkeys you going to another country yeah come on other than italy let's be honest so this is a uh, interesting news i've we've you know one of the things i'm very passionate about <laughs> that most people don't give two poops about uh-huh. is, rice cakes uh, and peanut butter no no is uh, this whole cutting the cord thing oh like, yes you and i have talked about that yeah mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is you know they go oh cut the cord you don't get cable this sort of thing but if you get something like a YouTube TV or Hulu TV Fubo. or Fubo TV, yeah. it's essentially the same thing. You're paying $70 a month for channels you're not interested in, right? Yes, I would you say are. in as those who have made that transition are basically willing to pay less for the channels they don't want than those who have cable. Is that what right. you say? But it's not, it's not like, yeah, it's not a la carte. Right. You're not getting all the channels. You're getting what you need and you're paying less per month but there's still a lot of challenges you could care could right. less about. now the reason that these all survive cable and these hulu tv is because of sports yes right? that's why that's what i need that's why i have fubo right so i can still get my sports and not you know pay buck 50 a month for a bunch of channels i'm never gonna watch right if you're not a sports fan you could just have netflix yeah, and discovery sure. plus maybe disney plus and be good with it yeah but you're here at WFAN. You're listening to WFAN. You lo- like Need me. Need your live sports. Like me, you love sports. Yes. Win, baby. So you gotta love sports. It's, it's tough to do because uh, even the Yes Network isn't on a lot of these. Not on Fubo. And not the way on... I get around that is I, I probably I think I've said this on the air too many times now. It's going to bite me eventually. My yeah. parents have FiOS. I use their login and I right. stream it on the Yes app. Right. Uh, because to use the S app, you need a cable subscription. Correct. So, and they're not on things like YouTube TV, and you know they. they I think there's one. Yeah, like there's AT&T one service plus or something. Yes. Yeah, Direct TV Plus or AT and T yeah, Plus, whatever they like call that. it now. Yeah. But there's word now that by opening day of this season, you will be able to buy the Yankee package on the Yes Network app. Without having cable. Direct, right. Direct to consumer, they call that. DTC in the business. Sure, that's going to cost a pretty penny. 
So they believe that the uh, fee is going to be somewhere between $20 and $30 a month for Yes Network. Right. So at that point now, if I tack that on to my Fubo, I'm almost back in the range where I was. So it's, Right. But the key is it's for people who don't have the Fubo. No, I understand. It's really for people who just, uh, all I really do is watch Netflix, but I have to have cable for the Yankees. Now you don't. You ditch your cable and you just get the Yankee thing. But Yeah, but how many people that are interested in watching the Yankees only watch the Yankees and no other sports? That's a fair point. Right. Very fair I point. I feel like it's a real niche yeah. category of people who are like, I don't watch any sports except the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I don't miss a Yankee game, but I'm not interested in anything else. Yeah. So this came up on Carton and Roberts yesterday, and I was uh, texting with them because uh, they were trying to figure it out live on air, and mm-hmm. I, I happen to consider myself an expert in these things. So I was uh, texting with uh, Evan and Craig, telling them about it. And, and then, you know, they're bringing up all these scenarios. Oh, it's too much money. It should be $5 a month. But it can't be $5 a month because you got to make up for all the people that are paying much more than that through their cable. Right. And then Craig's like, well, what if we, we, you should be able to buy per game? No, because then no one's going to be interested in the crappy games. And if you set yourself, we just know how we are as people, right? If you decide you're going to pay per game, there's going to be a lot of times like, "Eh, I was going to put the Pop the Yankee game on, but uh, I'll pass. I'll watch the highlights. Yeah, I'll watch the highlights. So I'm curious to see how it does and if others follow suit like SNY and MSG. Yeah, but then like if each place is charging 30 bucks a month. Yeah. uh, Well, then you pick and choose. So if you're a Yankee fan, you don't need S and Y. You're not a Met fan. Yeah, well, not for those not for those of us that work in the business. Well, that's different. Yeah. So that's, this that's is something that's that'll slim, never. Yeah. That's oh, a very so I'm a slim. You really group of people. I guess, man. See, it's hard for me because it's so long now where I've had an interest in watching everyone. Yeah. The Yankee fan out there has no interest in ever watching the Mets. Not if they could save cash. I mean, I guess they're on at the same time. Oh yeah, saving cash. Yeah, yeah it's a big deal. Save some cash. I'll, I'll give oh, you man. a chance to try and guess, guess the, the Amy Sports Lawrence. Minute, which is brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. But I'd I feel say like I'm good at, at picking hers. You usually are. Yeah. This one, I think we could be here until 10 o'clock. Oh, so I was going to go with uh, Brock Purdy's injury. Nope. Hmm. Okay, I don't know then. Go ahead, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back to the program. Uh, Gio and Jerry will be up at 6 o'clock. Uh, I guess the Nets beat the Lakers last night. They but did, There yes. was no LeBron or anything. Minus LeBron stuff. and AD, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a headline from Pro Football Talk, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read it to you because I have no idea what this means. Okay. And I tried to read into it, and it got complicated about, like, salary caps and all this crap. Okay. This is the headline. Raiders could be planning to squat... On Derek Carr. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do That's not funny. squat on Derek Carr. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried re- See, look, I tried reading this. I had no idea what they were talking about. Like, oh, if they squat on Derek Carr, then he's going to do this, then they could do this, and if they trade Meaning this. Meaning they're in they no could... rush to move him, I guess. Yeah, but then there was something if he's on the. Uh, Who cares? Uh, Just, it's they're going to squat on him. Is they're it, squatting it's good on enough. him. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, real quickly, <laughs> the other thing we talked about, the. Rex Ryan, um, hot take. Yeah, I'll have what he's having. And you said this is a this is officially this, ha- this is a hot I, take. I, yeah, I think it's a hot take that he says uh, Tom Brady, Sean. WFAN HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app. 